Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for being with me today. And just know that I am picturing you all sitting in your kitchen or on your uh, device that you're working out or that you are, um, you have a moment that you are out and about. Maybe you're dropping the kids off at school and you're on your way home, but you're listening to this on Monday morning, I'm assuming. But you know what? If it's later in the week, please don't get down on yourself about that. That is the entire point of Virtuous Living Made Simple. That's the name of this podcast, Virtuous Living Made Simple. And I am going to be providing a new installment, a new um, lesson, or a new podcast each Monday morning during Lent. I'm just going to try it for Lent. So just know that when you tune in, I will have it uh, ready for you at 6 o'clock if you're up at that time. And as Gina said this morning on our uh, Zoom call, and I'm uh, in back in uh, about two weeks before our retreat, she said that one of the questions is, is were you up four times or more with children last night? <laughs> so you maybe have been up and you're tired, but you're up. And so as you're listening to this, I want you to give yourself a big squeeze. Do that right now. Put your device down if you're holding it and just put arms around yourself. Just wrap around your body and give yourself a squeeze. And let yourself just think for a moment. Take a breath and think for a moment. I'm here today. And just offer this moment in praise to God. And let's start with prayer. Dear good and gracious God, I thank you so much for being with this woman at this moment. Lord, we're all struggling. Everyone is struggling. And we're trying to get the feet under ourselves again following COVID, we're still not out of it entirely, but it seems more and more each day that there's better news. But Lord, now we're left with, and I'm going to use a pretty big word here, we're left with the rubble that COVID made of our world. And so we want to pick up those pieces and rebuild. And what we know is that we have the opportunity before us at this moment to make our lives stronger to make our family stronger. And we ask you, dear Lord, that your Holy Spirit would please speak to us and help us do exactly that. So Lord, we thank you for this moment. We offer these prayers to you in Jesus' holy and precious name. Amen. So today what I'd like to speak to you about, the topic of today is um, focusing on our thinking. So focusing on our thinking and uh, what that can do for us, number one, if we can focus on positive uh, ideas and feelings as opposed to allowing the negative thoughts to fire automatically and make us feel terrible. And you all know what I'm talking about here. You all know what I mean by that. Because that is the human condition. The human condition, according to researchers, is that our brain is wired to worry. That is what helped ancient human beings to stay alive and propagate our species. 
if they were all eaten by saber-toothed tigers, uh, they would not be here, and we would not be here. (laughs) And so, Lord, we just know that our brains are wired to worry. Help us with that. So let's begin with Richard Carlson. And Richard Carlson is um, a, a psychologist who wrote the book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and it's all small stuff. And in that book, he states that whatever we focus on grows. So if we focus on where we think we're not measuring up, we're actually going to get more of that. And if we think about all the ways and all the times that we were disappointing or we disappointed ourselves or someone else, that we're going to get more of that. And we might think, oh, no, 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 that's not true. That's not going to happen. But Richard Carlson says that the way we feed the brain that's what it's going to thrive on. And so if we want to have more positive thoughts, we have to think more positive thoughts. So the second person I'd like to mention is a psychologist and researcher. Um, I believe he's also a psychiatrist, and his name is Dr. Stephen Porges, P-O-R-G-E-S. And he is responsible for what's called the polyvagal theory. I'll spell polyvagal for you. P-O-L- P-O-L-Y-V-A-G-A-L. And the polyvagal theory is about the vagus nerve in the body that runs up the center of the body and all of the major organs are connected to it. And so, back to Richard Carlson, when we think negative thoughts, our vagus nerve is fed with all kinds of negative chemicals. And those chemicals zip to the brain faster than we can breathe. They are in our brain in a millisecond. And they activate the amygdala, the part of the brain for emotion. And that part of the brain shuts off what's called the prefrontal cortex, which is the part of the brain, touch your forehead, it's that part of the brain that sticks out when you look at a picture of the brain, That's the last part of the brain to be developed. And it's the higher level thinking. Well, guess what? When the amygdala is on fire with emotion, the brain turns off that prefrontal cortex because you don't need it. The brain's saying, well, I guess you don't need this because you're going to handle it with all that overflow of emotion. But that is exactly what we need. We need that, that logical, practical thinking to say to our brain, wait a minute, that's not the whole story. I let myself feel those negative emotions about myself, and now I feel terrible. And now all the other times that I disappointed people, all the other times that I let myself down, that's what's flooding the brain. And those chemicals are flooding the brain and flooding our bodies to make us feel really icky. Well, how are we going to behave if we're feeling like that? Our kids do something, are we going to snap at them? Our husband comes in a minute too late and we just say, what took you so long? Maybe the meatloaf burned and we're like, oh gosh, again, boy, I'm a terrible cook. (laughs) Instead of being able to see the events of life as part of a tapestry, and it's all part of it. And when we are thinking in a more positive mindset, we are able to accept those moments with more grace. And we're able to help ourselves to feel more positive. 
And so I just encourage you to think about Richard Carlson and Stephen Porges. And the other, there are two things that Stephen Porges teaches on his videos for therapists. I'm a licensed marriage. I was a licensed marriage and family therapist. He says, tell yourself you are a hero. You survived this. I love that. The other thing he says is, when we don't feel so great, choose a better feeling thought. If we, if we allowed ourselves, now remember, those icky feelings are in the brain in less than a millisecond, and we do that to ourselves. So we're a hero, tell ourselves I survived this, and choose a new thought. Choose a better feeling thought. And so finally, on this podcast, I would like to speak about Two Wolves. Now, Two Wolves is a story uh, about a Cherokee grandpa who's talking to his grandson, and he's teaching him about life. I'm going to paraphrase this, and there are many different versions of this. And if you look it up online, you'll find it. All you have to type in is Two Wolves. And so the grandpa says to the grandson, say, there are two wolves that live inside of all of us, and one is good and the other is evil. And so the grandson's sitting and listening, and the grandpa says, so the evil wolf is all the negativity and the icky feelings we have about ourselves, the resentment that comes up, all those moments that people forgot to invite us to a party, but we took it personally, and um, I didn't get a Christmas card from that person, what's wrong with our relationship? Um, all of those icky negative feelings that we have that we ascribe or um, give a negative connotation to them. And they're always about us. I did something wrong. Whereas the grandpa said the positive wolf is all the positive feelings, the good wolf, all the positive feelings I feel, all the moments that I felt like I succeeded. The moments that, you know, I gave my best and I hit somewhere near the mark, like on a dartboard. I, I hit somewhere near the, the center. Um, and I just have to practice. Um, we cut ourselves slack when we're feeding the good wolf. <clears throat> so the little grandson says, wow, grandpa, these two wolves are fighting uh, in my, my brain and my body. The little boy says, Grandpa, which wolf wins? The grandpa says, the one you feed. Please take that in today. Please use, I'm sorry if I sound like I have tears in my eyes, because I do. Take those charts. Do not be hard on yourself. I'm going to ask you, that's the only requirement of using them. It's Go back and focus on the good. Focus on something of today. Take the first chart. Something of today that went well. Focus. And if it's tiny, good enough. Someone smiled at you. Um, you allowed yourself to think a positive thought about yourself. Um, it might be that you got a, a fun text or email and it made you laugh. That's what you write down. And then when it comes to the other things that you might do, from thinking of a saint, saying a prayer, maybe today's your day for adoration, and maybe you don't have time for adoration, but you have time to light a candle and step in to the adoration chapel with two children in tow and a baby on your chest because the baby's in a wrap. So you are a busy mom. 
and you have time to step in. You can't stay because your kids will cry and other people are in there. Don't worry about that. You stepped in. Accept the grace that Christ is giving you today. And just make the sign of the cross that's a gift for Catholics that says that Christ is in all the hard moments with us. He's standing right there with us. And if you have time to get to Mass on Sunday, try to do that. And if you can tune in to a Mass online because someone is sick and you can't go, now the, the good thing of COVID is that we have many Masses online. Do your best. And if you can't attend to the whole Mass, just go to part of it and make that spiritual communion that the priest is going to ask you to do. Receive those graces. And if sometime during Lent you could go to reconciliation, that would be amazing, just amazing. It is a grace-filled sacrament that we don't take part in often enough. So as I conclude this uh, almost 15 minute, I was trying to keep it to 10, but it looks like it's 13 minutes right now. And I thank you so much for being with me. I just thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I ask you to be kind to yourself today. So let's say a prayer. Again, we'll bless ourselves with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear good and gracious God, my Lord, I ask you to bless this woman. You love her. You created her for such beauty and from such beauty. And you call her to just see herself in that beautiful light. And help her, my Lord, today to accept that and to move into that and to accept the grace that you're giving to her to love herself. And I ask my Lord throughout this week that she is able to see herself the way you see her. And I thank you for uh, being with us, O oh Lord, and giving us the grace of your presence during this time that we had. And we thank you for this medium of the podcast. <laughs> Didn't think I'd ever do one of these, and here I am doing it. <laughs> so, my Lord, I just give such gratitude to you and these prayers we offer and just such deep, deep, deep gratitude in Jesus' holy and precious name. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I just say to you, God bless you, and I look forward to having you with me next Monday. Thank you. Bye-bye.